Good afternoon. This is Michelle Padilla. It's um, five o'clock and it's a, a hot mess here in California today. It is 84 degrees here. I'm not sure if you're aware, but uh, we have our a brush fire going on right now in Simi Valley. And all the all the freeway, 118 freeway is shut down all completely because of the brush hour. So we're yeah. dealing with a lot of Santa Ana winds and it's just a hot mess right now. So my lovely co-host Jackie is on. Hi, Michael. Hi. So nice to meet you. Pleasure. Thank you so much. It's an honor. Michael, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, and my. What you oh my. I don't even know where to begin. I honestly don't begin, know where to begin. I, I you know, um, I, I spent some time in medical school. I left that. I went into advertising. I became a, a madman, they call that now, a creative director on Madison Avenue. You may know some of the campaigns that I've done. I, I did um, Gillette, The Best a Man Can Get, which is a very famous campaign all around the world. And I left that and... Um, it was a very strange thing. I met a rabbi who was at that time the leader of the world Jewish community to the Vatican. And, and he was representing the world Jewish community. He insisted that I was the student he had been praying for. All of a sudden, that led me in a new direction. I've taught spirituality and comparative religion at the State University of New York at Stony Brook. And I taught business spirituality at Lehigh University, and I've written a lot of books, and I do a lot of interreligious work around the world. And I have okay. a counseling, and I do an enormous amount of counseling at the same time. I'm happily married, um, three children, and um, that gives you the gist of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, a long, it's a, one of these lives where you're constantly reinventing yourself. That's awesome. I'm told Jackie, I'm, like, I'm, told I'm like Madonna. What? Jackie, want to ask him any questions? I know you got questions to ask him. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, when I was looking you up, because I was like, who is he? I already had this idea of like this big background, right? So I saw Rabbi Shavak and the um, how you taught business spirituality. And that was one thing that caught my attention that I was like, how, how do you approach a topic like that? Well, I can tell you, I, I, you know, and it, it does touch a little bit on the book that we're here to talk about. But, you know, there are laws to the universe, the yeah. laws to creation. And those laws are there no matter what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't make a difference whether you're cooking your dinner or you're talking to your neighbors or whether you're doing business or what, or no matter what you're doing, those laws are always present. So it's the same thing. It's a one trick pony. No matter what you're doing, you have to learn how to align yourself, align yourself to the way life works for good the way life works for good, okay? And God is just, the word God is just a contraction for the word good. Mm -hmm. So when you learn how to operate with the way life is designed and the way life is organized, you experience more and more good. You have a deeper experience of, 
God, a deeper experience of good. Okay. And that's basic spirituality 101. It yeah. doesn't make much of a difference whether you are climbing a corporate ladder or what you're doing. You know, if you do not do it in a way that's harmonious with the laws of, of God in creation, you are going to get, you're going to get knocked off your saddle. <laughs> and that's how it works. Yeah. So I, I've been very fortunate to be able to teach young students who are entering business some things that they don't usually hear in business school. That's why I was like, what could this possibly be? But I knew it would yeah. be it would be good. And, and you know, it's rather exciting that universities, you know, such as Lehigh, which which was the Iacocca Institute for Global Entrepreneurship, it was a very, very large uh, international organization that that they would be interested in the subject matter. It's just, it's fascinating. It's the way things are going. Oh, yeah. heck yeah, especially now. Yeah, Everybody's like. <laughs> well, every, look, every different viewpoints always test the boundary on reality. And they'll go as far as they can. And then it's kind of like the yin yang symbol in Buddhism. You go as far as you can, it creates its opposite. Yeah. And the issue is to not keep going around and around in a circle, okay? Because mm -hmm. we don't have to do that if we learn how life actually works, you know? How they actually create good. You know? Are these the sorts of things that you cover in your book? Because I noticed well, those. This, uh, this, the book in question, which is Soul Lessons from the Wizard of Oz. Yes. You know, it's, let me do it. You, you have a copy of it. It's Soul like Lessons. From oh, the Wizard of Oz, and it's how to follow your yellow brick road. Mm -hmm. Did you don't mind me doing something? No, not at all. Okay, so uh, you know, I wanted for many, many, many years to find a very simple way to teach people how to approach life in a spiritually correct way, and that's not right or wrong. You know, right. you're not damned or saved. Okay, a spiritually correct way where you increase the awareness and increase the goodness of your life because you're basically aligning yourself to how life is actually designed. So one day it hit me that it just hit me because I had been on this little path that my own yellow brick road started when I was rather young. I kind of invented it. And uh, I had to invent it in order to just cope with life because of the kind of child I was. But one day it hit me that the yellow that that the story of the Wizard of Oz really contains all of the elements that one needs to begin a really authentic spiritual path to expanded awareness, okay, and and greater goodness, greater experience of good or God in your life. And so I said, oh, my God, this is it. I, I, I definitely did. I got very excited. I told my wife, I said, this is it. This is it. And not only that, I think it's your story. So she said, well, why is it my story? I said, well, you know, you left New Orleans, you came to New York, and you eventually discovered all the good that was there when you left Kansas. You know? And I did the same thing. I wandered and wandered through all sorts of different religions, 
only to find out that Kansas wasn't so terrible. I just wasn't seeing it correctly. So I put together the, a, a, a very simple programmed path to spiritual awareness and development through the story of the Wizard of Oz. And it worked. It was simple. It was just simple. It didn't get clogged up with a lot of religious stuff. It was just a simple human approach that everyone could follow. I think that's wow. that, that is an awesome, interesting. Sorry about that. But I'm a big fan of The Wizard of Oz, and I, not, I like how different you know, aspects of the story is playing out, how different version, versions of the, of the story of The Wizard of Oz is playing out. And you can, like I said, you can follow your own yellow book road to many different adventures leading to a spiritual or a broadening your mind as well. If that makes sense. Yeah. And, and you know, look, the, the, look, the word Dorothy actually means a gift of God. Oh. The name what Dorothy means? means gift of God. And and I think Dorothy, I don't know whether L. Frank Baum was aware of it, but I think Dorothy is the gift of God, which is the, the, the soul, the life of God that's on the inside of every single person. And we all have to go through a process. You know, we every single person feels there are different pieces of yourself. And that sometimes they're in conflict with yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the same thing that Dorothy experienced. You know, she wound up and she had to come to confront her scarecrow, her mind, and the criticism that, oh, I'm dumb, I'm dumb, I'm really not thinking correctly, there's something wrong with me, there's some, I don't have a mind. And then she had to confront the side of her that's a tin man, just a kind of robot, a routine-driven person, but whose heart was not fully there, felt absent, and all the criticism that happens if we don't love correctly. And then we all have a side of ourselves that has a will. And we say, well, why did I do that? Why didn't I do that? Why was I afraid? Why was I constantly afraid? I miss so much by being afraid. And we have a cowardly lion. And the whole yellow brick road is really a process where we come just like Dorothy, you know, uh, the gift of God that is our soul. We come to have to unite our scarecrow, our tin man, a cowardly lion. And our vital spirit, which is connected to our, our life force, our body, which is Toto, like a totem animal if you're an, a Native American. And these are all facets of every single human being has a tin man, a, a, a scarecrow, a tin man, a cowardly lion, and a Toto. And we all have to begin this path of going from ordinary consciousness that's everyday, mundane, worldly, basic life. You know, get up in the morning, brush your teeth, you know, deal with your relatives, you know, figure out how they're going to mess up the hot next holiday. Try to avoid them messing up the next holiday. You know that because that's what relatives do. I think that's, yeah. why, I think that's why God designed relatives is to mess up the holidays every single year. <laughs> anyway, and we, all, reminder. we all have to go. From Kansas, you know, flat, black and white, dusty, with apologies to that fair state. There's nothing, I like Kansas, but in the story, it represents that basic gray, the black, the white, 
the dusty, the getting lost in the humdrum, falling into the pigsty, having being surrounded and encased by all these corrals where you can't you can't breathe, you can't be yourself, and you have to burst out like Dorothy and begin the spiritual path to get the Oz state of consciousness where life, you know, where troubles melt like lemon drops, where it is technicolor, you know, where you begin the path of, of facing, you know, the, the inner munchkin in you, the, 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 your, your, your inner child that has never been properly fed. Yeah. And never properly yeah. nurtured because you lost the inner child in order to buy the favor of adults that you were dependent on, like Auntie M and Uncle Henry and all of everyone else in Kansas. And you traded the innate spirituality and authenticity of your munchkin self, okay, in order to be comfortable in the barnyard. And the whole path of Dorothy is to rediscover the beauty of where she came from because she had to wake up her faculties, wake up her scarecrow, her tin man, a cowardly lion. Each discovered their brilliance, their heart, and their will. You know, Toto is constantly defiant no matter what happens. He's always getting in. He's, he's always protecting her. You know, and she had to discover these faculties and bring them together in order to return home to her soul, the true home, which was her soul. Then it didn't make a difference where she was. Now, Jackie, I don't know if you ever watched the Return of Oz. It's a little bit, it's a little bit different. And uh, what Michael is saying is the same thing um, when uh, Dorothy returns to uh was in a loss, but this time she's in a mental um, state because she's not all there. She's not, you know, she's not, um, she thinks that she's dreaming of all these different uh, places that she's been. Uh -huh. In reality, her aunt, Auntie Anne um, says the believers, so they sent her to a mental health um, hospital. This is the return to Oz. It, it was, I think it was in the 1980s around there sometime. I don't know the year, but it was, um, you know, after, yeah, so look it up. And it explains why Dorothy had to go to the mental hospital. And it, this one is a little bit more darker and scarier than the original. Ooh. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I know I've heard of it, but I have not. Many, many, many stories and many books written by L. Frank Baum. I again, I'm not so certain he was aware of the depth of the story. Uh, you don't think so? I'm not certain because you know I read the annotated Wizard of Oz, mm. and there were no real references to the depth of it. For instance, um, you know the flying monkeys. Are the yeah. the the, uh, the Buddhist and the Hindu god Hanuman are the flying monkeys, and I don't know if El Frank knew that the the flying monkeys were uh, a Hindu or Buddhist god. They're the tricksters, you know, oh, yeah. as they are in the story. 
But the whole purpose of those soul lessons of the Wizard of Oz is to get people to really think about their own spirituality and their own awareness in a very simple context so they don't get lost. Like if you're facing your fears, you have to know that, okay, you're going to have a bad witch here. And you have to stay in your ruby slippers. You got which rubies are crystals that represent balance. Okay, mm-hmm. you have to stay balanced when you're facing your 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 inner wicked witch. Yep. And, and you have to get on this and, and the spiritual path to power, which is yellow in the Hindu chakra system. The yellow is the solar plexus, it's a seed of power. You have to draw on that golden yellow and you have to go from the 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 envy and the sickly green of the witch to emerald city where you're going to find your way home and all of these things and the color symbolisms of the story are all very very deeply deeply rooted in ancient religions and spiritual practices it's really a fascinating thing to me but it's very helpful book it's kind of a a very deep but light uh, self-help book to try to wake yourself up and join Oz. You know, just don't stay in humdrum Kansas all the time. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a really great take on The Wizard of Oz. I've never really thought about it in that way. And I think that's awesome. Yeah, well, think about it for yourself. Oh, yeah. Last time you ever had a problem. Okay. You will find every single problem you have is because your scarecrow, your tin man, and your cowardly lion are not in agreement. Yeah. And, I'm and gonna you have the people around you that helps you come back to life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll be, your- I, I'm going to give you a little secret. Whenever you are confused about what to do, this is foolproof. Do nothing. Wait. And wait until your mind and your heart are in agreement. When your when your scarecrow and your tin man are both protecting Dorothy, then clear your fears away and act with your will. Bring in your cowardly lion. So when your mind and your heart are in agreement, and then you bring in your will, your actions work and life works beautifully. But if you don't, you're going to be split. And as Jesus said, you sow and reap, you sow and reap. Well, you're going to sow and reap three different pieces of yourself, your will, your heart, and your mind. And and this is what life is going to do. And you're not going to realize it's your own creativity, but you're you're sowing and reaping three different yous. Wow. Imagine you have three yous, right? Everyone has these three yous and they don't, bring the U's together as one. So now you're getting three to the second power, three to the third power, three to the fourth power U's. And you wonder why there's such a mess in the world. And especially in the area of politics, where you have millions and millions of multiple peoples and they all think they're individuals, but they're really not. They're just inwardly, they can't bring the different sides of their soul together. And that's why they need soul lessons, I think, from the Wizard of Oz. So that they, it's a very simple program. I even think it's, it's it's a solution to our political problems. 
is get our minds and our hearts and our wills functioning, at least in one simple yellow brick road. Believe me, I think we can do unbelievable things. Overnight. Overnight. And there's so many interesting facts about the Wizard of Oz and so many interesting stories. You know, and you know, each each story is their their own creation, their own, you know, example story and how it plans out. And for the younger generation, they don't see that. But as an adult, you see different sides of the Wizard of Oz and then you start to play out the characters like Okay, I'm not really. I'm afraid of certain, certain things. So there you go. Part of the lion. We have total. You know, he represents animals. We have to be around animals sometimes. You know, just to be safe by. And then you've got the heart. Everybody has a heart. Sometimes people don't have a heart. Which you know, and then scarecrow. He's always wanted to have a brain. There's some people don't even have a brain. So. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying logistically. I mean, that's how the way of the laws is kind of operating. So that's right, and that's exactly right. And look, every single person, in order to find themselves the spiritual power, has to. They have to enter the haunted forest. They've mm-hmm. got to face their fears. You know, if you, as, as Dorothy. In the movie enters the haunted forest she sees two owls you know two owls okay Mm -hmm. and then they become vultures yep and so it that's a sign if you don't face the haunted the the haunted ghosts on the inside of you you know the past things that are still haunting you if you start on that path your promise is 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 the ability to have wisdom of the owls. But you are going to have to go through your worst fears. Your yeah. worst, worst fears. And the haunted, we all have to go through our haunted castle. We all have to face the fear that we're going to be imprisoned and 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 that we won't have what we want out of life by the because of the wicked witch. And then we all That's- have. And we all have to rally the scarecrow who comes up with a brilliant idea, the tin man whose fierceness of heart, you know, breaks down the door to rescue Dorothy. And the cowardly lion who supposedly cowardly musters the most incredible degree of courage to save Dorothy. And we all have to claim that handle of the broom. The very power that's victimizing us, we have to melt. We have to own that power. Okay? We can't live in fear. There's a a lot of fear going on right now. It's an industry. It's an industry to monetize. But we have to melt the fear. Yeah. And by melting the fear, we own the power of that's behind. The fear because behind every fear is enormous power, but we have to get there. And the story tells us very clearly the secret to return home with with a complete knowledge of who we are as as human beings. Does that open your eyes a little bit more, Jackie, about the Wizard of Oz? Oh, heck yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't think I'll be able to really watch the movie without diving a little deeper into what it is that it's saying, you know, and what that message is there. And I think then will the wheels really roll, you know, when I'm actually seeing it visually and able to just kind of sit there and thought and just be like, oh, wow. Okay. You know what I mean? I, and, and I, and I believe you. <laughs> so that's why I'm just like, you'll see. I, yeah. I have, there are people who have said, Oh my God, you completely opened my eyes. I cannot believe it. Mm -hmm. And oh my God, this is so practical. I never realized that I could get so much from the story. And there are some people who say, Oh, you just, yeah, I don't believe it. It's just the story. Yeah. And those people, yeah. Those are the people who live, they live in Kansas, God bless them all the time. And they just, yeah. yeah. It, it's just like, I don't know if you see Wicked, another version of yeah, The Wizard sure. of Oz. Of course I did. Have you seen it, Jackie? Oh, definitely. Multiple times. <laughs> it's, it's, similar, it's similar to what Michael was saying, like dealing with how it all started. Like, also wanted to be popular, but she didn't want to be, you know, and she wanted to be the Wicked Witch. So she branches out to her own characters, and then she faces her own demons, and then she wanted, oh God, I forgot her name, Elsa or somebody, I think it was. Elsa. And Elsa, yes, to go with her, to go on this magical journey so they could, you know, embrace life together, but it didn't work out. She became the good witch, and then she and um, Elsie became the wicked witch. So it, it's kind of funny, like Michael says, we all have our demons, we all have our fears, and it's time to follow that yellow road. Yeah, we have our Glindas, and we have our wicked witches of the, the oh, definitely, Witched Wick of the West. Yeah. <laughs> And I, yeah. I, I, I find it very interesting because, like I said, a lot of people don't know the whole story about Wizard of Oz or they haven't seen The Return of Oz. And they, when they see Return of Oz, they're trying to figure out well, why did they send Dorothy to the mental health hospital? So, you know, it just it plays out, oh, you got to just follow your heart. You got to, some people are not really clear in the head and they get frustrated and they can't handle it and so they have to take them to the mental health hospital right and it becomes a safe place to recover now when dorothy gets on the road and she leaves kansas in a huff okay because no mm -hmm. one's going to tie her little spirit down her her, her toto no one's going to imprison it in a vira gulch's basket notice she leaves and we when we almost begin the spiritual path of changing how we've lived before there is always like a reaction you get a, a tug of guilt like you're doing something wrong by upsetting the apple cart and changing how you have been up to that and you'll notice in the story as soon as she leaves her house she meets the you know the the fake professor you know the guy right. with the, the turban who reads the fake crystal ball and puts auntie m's picture and just fakes it and of course, she starts, she has a false beginning. 
And so when you begin the spiritual path, it's oftentimes you have a false beginning and rubber bands you right back where you went because you feel so guilt-ridden, so yeah. guilt-ridden. And they, look what happens. It's a very interesting thing if you don't handle guilt, okay? Dorothy bursts out of home, discovers guilt, rubber bands back to Auntie M, and then the cyclone takes place. All of these emotions, all of these things that opened up. Sorry. <laughs> let me uh, let me get her out of here. No, I mean I can't. You couldn't write this stuff. This is perfect. <laughs> Chachi, I was my dog was barking like two minutes ago. So there you go. <laughs> right, but you see, she comes back with Toto. She's tr and what happens is the cyclone hits, and that's representative of all of the emotion and all of the pain and the suffering. And she gets even hit on the head. Yep. She begins to have all of these dreams and things that are taking place with Elvira Gulf, you know, on, on the bicycle. And so there is a kind of, there is a mental and psychological process to healing yourself. And if you're not careful and you don't stay grounded, in the in the in the scarecrow, tin man, cowardly lion, and Toto, and you don't balance your good witches and your bad witches. Sometimes you can tip the balance, and yeah, you might need a little bit of medicine to help pull you out of it. You know that mm -hmm. cyclone is a very scary thing. Okay, yeah. all right. But if you keep going on the yellow brick road, you know it's 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 like Linda said to Dorothy, where do you, where do you begin? How do you begin? And Dorothy and right. Linda says. Oh, well, it's always best to begin at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Michael, we have nine minutes left. Um, Zoom is just telling us we have nine minutes left. Sure. Um, Mike, I want, you, I, want, I want you to come back on the show because I think this is a good topic to brush on to your listeners. And I think it will be, you know, a, a, a bigger take on how the Wizard of Oz has played, has played a certain role in each of our lives and how it is affected, especially in today, right now, because of the COVID situation. We are, like you said, we're like the Calvin land. We are fear because we don't want to go out and That's we right. don't want to get, we don't want to get sick with COVID-19. And then we're also afraid of the shots because we don't know what kind of reactions That's are right. going to happen. And then you have the brain, like, Brain says, okay, do it, but then at the same time, you have your brain says, not do it, and you have your heart. So, all this came into the world. That's right. Right now, right now, it's under pandemic, and we're all afraid of what's happening. Right. So, let me just say something about COVID to everyone who's listening because it's very important. Okay. This is deep biblical knowledge. Okay, it is common to all the greatest religions in the world. Whenever the human mind attempts to run rough fire over the earth and just create this and do this and do this without awareness of the spiritual laws, without respect for nature, okay, there is always a rebellion. Nature always rebels and 
hits us. That's yes. the story. That's the story of Noah's Ark, where yeah. you have the terrible immorality and nature creates a flood to wipe people off. That's the that's the Tower of Babel story. And COVID did not happen in its timing in a vacuum. There has been a tremendous increase in the violation, in the organized violation of human mind over nature. A lot of very strident, angry behavior. Okay. And the timing of COVID is as biblical as you get to get us to wake up and say, aha, you know, it is not interest rates. It is not whether we have government regulation or no regulation. It's it. the most important thing in our economy is healthy, vibrant workers. Mm -hmm. The beauty of COVID is that it teaches us a spiritual lesson on the true way life is organized. The economy comes from the Greek word that means household. When we build an economy that is a household, and I'm not a socialist by any means, I'm a capitalist, so I'm making that clear. And I'm not blue and I ain't red. I am neither <laughs> one, okay? Because I think they're both kind of nuts. But I gotta tell you something. You build the economy on healthy, vibrant workers not on coins. And it's, I just want to tell everyone out there, it's very curious. God works in a strange way. Okay. Even though the, the, the word God can cause some controversy, but the <laughs> word COVID in Latin, covite or covide could actually be translated live together. Mm. I is that, that remarkable? Mm. I mean, yes, is that is. amazing? Yeah, that it is. That that life would coordinate even the name of this virus to tell us what we're missing. Mm -hmm. What is the true spiritual cure of this pandemic? Yeah, vaccines are good practical band-aids on the on the wound. But the problem is the wanton misuse of human mind in a way that is not harmonious. Not harmonious. Covite. Let's live together. So anyway, let me, one more plug for the book. How do you if, like that? If we want to know where right. can we purchase the book, where can we... Uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, any place that has a book, Soul Lessons from the Wizard of Oz, you know. Are you on social media? I am on social media, and you can go to ozsoullessons.com. Oz, O-Z, soul, S-O-U-L, lessons.com. And I'm new to blogging, everyone. So if you get on and blog, you're going to be teaching me and training me because I'm an old man and I and these are new tricks to me. So, Well, if, if we need our help, you know, here to help you out. Thank you. Thank you for even the possibility of coming back and discussing these things. I, you know, I we need a spiritual solution to these problems. And it doesn't mean we're all going to sing Kumbaya and spend our time hugging trees. Please stop being afraid of that. Okay? <laughs> there is a way to bring authentic, life-affirming spirituality together with the best 
of a vibrant, healthy, wonderful economy with all the good material things that we like. We can do both. Yeah. All right. Let's get to Oz. Let's do it. All right. Can we take a picture? You got your cat and picture ready for us? Excuse me? Yeah, let me. We can take a picture. Okay. Let's open this up. Ready? One, two, three. Ah, <laughs> let me take a picture. <laughs> so, Michael, I'm going to ask Kylan if we can have you back on the show because this seems like a topic, and I think our listeners are going to be. I would love to. And I'd love the opportunity to address some of the difficulties that we're having. There's another book at the exact same time that Carlin may have told you about. And um, there, the, all of these lessons we need, we've got to reconstruct how we go about life. Yes. So thank you for the uh, do chance. You have a YouTube channel? Do you have a YouTube channel? Are you promoting it on YouTube by any chance? Your book? Do you have a YouTube channel? Yes. Okay. I have yes, not seen is. your YouTube channel, but I will check it out. Yes, we gotta oh, we gotta make sure and promote his books. So let's. yes, but thank you so much because it's it's really my heart is breaking because there is such a simple human answer yeah. to these problems out here. Okay, it's simple. Yeah. Okay, it's just all right, Michael. God bless. Happy Easter. Thank you so much. Happy Easter weekend. Thank you very much. Happy Easter. It is also April 1st. We're not playing any April Fool's jokes today, you know. So. No. <laughs> That's so, a whole bunch of them. No, so. I don't want to do that because, because we'll, create, we'll create it to yeah. explore every year. And it's, all, it's also opening day for baseball. So, yay. Go Dodgers. I know. Aren't the Dodgers <laughs> playing right now? Oh yeah, we're not talking about it right now. <laughs> Play ball. Play ball. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so very, very much. Follow us on YouTube, Spotify, iHeart, um, radio.com, and we'll have this up shortly and I'll send it to Harlan and he can send it to you. That's, that's great. Like that? And and enjoy your resurrection and your ascension. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a good one, guys. Right. God bless. Bye. Bye bye. Bye.